Now that parents explain to me, well, I let my teenager listen to rock music because that's all he'll listen to. Let me tell you, so the lyrics to real rock music is nothing more than satanic cyanide. Get it out of your house, throw it out, and burn it. It has no place in the house of the righteous. This is the GOAT.
this week on The Goat. That's Smolder from Toronto. The album is Times of Obscene Evil and Wild Daring. The song is Bastard Steel. And our guests this week are Sarah Ann, lead vocalist, and Sean Vincent, lead guitars. If you haven't seen the artwork and the packaging for the album, just pause the show now. Hit up the Facebook page or uh, Bandcamp or something. Check it out. We're going to get into where that art came from, who did it, all that, a little bit later on in the show. Now, personally for me, I love it when I discover a band that seems to be the total package, from the songs to the subject matter to the artwork, the image, the attitude, all of it. And then it's cool for me to have them on the show and really dive into everything about the band. So let's do that with Smolder. How did the band come together? Well, the band started, it was Vincent and I, um, in Calgary. And uh, I was on drums and he was on guitars and vocals. And we were at a house party one night and uh, we were very, very, very drunk. (laughs) And we were both, I think, yelling about Reverend Bazaar, probably. Most likely. (laughs) And uh, we just were like, oh, we should go down the stairs because we were at that friend's house party. And all of them were musicians, and they're all in this blood band in Calgary called Chieftain. And they all had their instruments out, and we were just wasted. And we went, let's go downstairs and jam and see if we can like come up with something because we wanted to do a classic doom band instead of like a stoner doom band because every band in Calgary was like a stoner doom band. And uh, that was the that was the beginning of Boulder. It took us like I don't know four and a half years of jamming um, before we really got anywhere because at yeah. that point. I was new to drums, and uh, Vincent was new to guitar because he played bass in all fans. And uh, once we finally kind of got around to being serious about the band, we ended up moving to Toronto because there's a bigger metal scene, and it's just closer, it's easier to travel, it's easier to score. And then we finally recorded a demo and recruited some band members. So now we're a real thing instead of just a shitty basement thing. Yeah. For lack of a better term, I'll just call it image. So how did you guys craft the image and sort of the main focus and thrust of Smolder? My dad was a really big Robert E. Howard fan uh, and a big Conan, like Frank Frazetta painting fan. And uh, I used to have a radio show in Calgary um, called Doom What Thou Wilt, and it was like a doom metal radio show on the campus radio station. And uh, my pseudonym for the radio show was Dark Agnes, and Dark Agnes is the sword woman. Um, it's a Robert E. Howard heroine, um, and uh, I think at that point, Sean and I, like, we became friends, and then at one point, we're, we were both like, oh yeah, we both really are interested in uh, sword and sorcery, and we started trading books. Uh, he was more into, like, sci-fi, and I was more into sword, or into, like, Pulp Fiction sword and sorcery. So we started, like, trading a lot of books, and then we started having, like, movie nights, uh, watching sort of sorcery flicks, because I was really into, like, fantasy films and stuff, and then that turned into, like, his interest, so it just kind of, like, grew from there, like, we're both really big uh, into fantasy, mm-hmm. sort of sorcery, sci-fi, um, pulp fiction, heavy metal, um, and, yeah, I think, like, I mean, both of us at the time... Both of our like apartments were just like covered in heavy metal shit and full of like books and and sweet you know posters and stuff. And I think both of us were like really into swords, <laughs> swords and dragons. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I, I've been really big into the Dragonlance series for a long time, um, and that was like that was definitely um, an influence. It's also like the imagery of bands like, you know, Candlemas and Manila Road and 
um, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and, uh, you know, Blind Guardian and Sirathongol and stuff like that. And both of us actually, like, a long, long time ago, really connected over Gates of Slumber. Because um, I remember Sean saying to me one day, he made me, like, a, a mix cassette uh, of, like, Doom songs. One of the tracks on it was a Gates of Slumber song, and I was like, oh, shit, I used to work for a record store, and I actually have a Gates of Slumber album. And then that kind of, you know, I think everything that we've done has really, like, built off of each other's, like, mutual interests. So mm -hmm. we're just where we are now due to that. <laughs>
from their new album, Times of Obscene, Evil, and Wild Daring, that is Smolder from Toronto with The Sword Woman. The album's out now everywhere. We're just giving you a starters pack this week with the band. Uh, but if you're really into it, you got to do the album justice. Do it front to back. Go buy it now. Bandcamp, get yourself a physical copy. Uh, burn one, drink a gallon of mead, do whatever primes your bulb and uh, sit down and enjoy this one front to back. Now, with a band that has a very kind of focused idea of the image and sound and content, it's probably, I would assume, tough to find committed musicians who get it and jump in head first. So how has that gone for you guys? At first, no one did. Yeah. <laughs> At first, we, it was garbage. It was a dumpster fire. <laughs> we, we only had one member prior to the current lineup. Um, yeah, we had a bassist in Calgary. He, he was um, a nice dude, but uh, I don't think he really understood, like, or cared about as much, like, what we were doing. And as we said, like, Calgary's metal scene was, like, very stoner metal-oriented, and we never wanted to be a stoner band. We just no. kind of find that to be pretty tired um, trope, and it's just, I'm like, there's only so many bands that can just, like, recycle Electric Wizard riffs, and we really wanted, like, a more Reverend Bazaar, like, Lamp of Thoth, um, Solstice, an altar kind of style band and uh when we moved to toronto we had been we had gone to a couple of metal festivals in the states um with colin and kevin um we actually all went to see the first ever sears uncle reunion show together and then we all went to um the what was it legions of metal yeah we all went to legions of metal to see Brockett's helm and ross the boss of man of war and like at that point like we knew those dudes were really good musicians like they are um they were in, a, or they are in, another Doom band called the Lauren that's like very Lord of the Rings themed. Mm -hmm. And so, like, getting them was awesome. It just took a long time to find, like, a permanent bassist. Because um, the guy who played on our demo, like, Sean and I wrote the entire demo. And then we said to Colin and Kevin, like, oh, you guys want to join the band? We really need a bassist. Oh, shit. And they said, oh, well, we have a friend. And so Ryan played the songs that we had written, um, but he didn't want to be in an actual band, which was totally fine. Yeah. And one day we were at a show in Toronto, and I we had just started chatting with Adam, who's now like a very good friend, a very close friend. Yeah. Um, and I, I said something like, "Hey man, like, do you know any bassists who like want to play with us?" Because as it stands right now, like, I had transferred over from drums, and I was thinking, okay, maybe I'll just learn bass, so I can like play weight bass and sing. Um, and Adam was like, well, I play bass and I want to be in an epic metal band. And that just kind of <laughs> yeah, it worked, out, quite worked well. out really good. We really like Adam. He's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're awesome. The lineup's great. Like we, we love those dudes. Um, I think there's like a lot of, a lot of love and mutual respect in the band. And, uh, Definitely. it's really nice just having this lineup because Colin and Kevin and Adam, um, all of them are just really solid dudes. They've all got, you know like long-term partners and, and careers and they own houses and they have serious jobs and like that's a rarity in heavy metal to find uh, musicians who you can actually rely on who aren't just there to like party and drink and do drugs and uh, those dudes are they're always fucking practice they're always they've got they're contributing songs and mm -hmm. they contributed several songs on the debut um, and they're all rock solid so I don't think we I don't think there's any possible better version of the band that could exist in this current time <laughs> how about touring what's the plan there we're just trying to we're trying to be really careful about what we take because touring is hard um it's hard and you lose a lot of money and 
touring in Canada in particular can just be a huge pain in the ass just because cities are like 14 hours away from each other. And if we want to go into the States, we all got to buy visas. So um, our, our sites are set on Europe for sure. Um, and mm -hmm. as it stands right now, like we got a couple of really sweet shows coming up. Like we're playing with Sierra Thungle and Leech Lord and Dave. Um, and then we're opening for Pagan Altar um, and Blood Ceremony and Koshmar, who are all like we've been friends with all three of those bands for a very long time. So that's going to be our Toronto release party. And yeah. we have like a, we have offers for a really cool tour that's not quite confirmed 100% yet. So I shouldn't mention what it is. Yeah. We're playing uh, up the Hammers in Greece uh, in March. And that's most likely going to be accompanied by a European tour. So we're just trying to keep everything slow, you know, like mm -hmm. all that stuff, jobs and careers. So we have to be careful about what we what we take because we can only take so much time off from work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be strategic. Yeah, but the offers we've been getting have just been getting increasingly insane, <laughs> which is awesome. We're in a very lucky position right now.
my personal favorite track off the album, which is six epic tracks of metal pillaging. That is Black God's Kiss from Smolder. The album is Times of Obscene Evil and Wild Daring, out now. I promised earlier in the show that we'd get to the bottom of that rad-as-fuck album art, so what is the story on that? It's a Michael Whelan painting. Um, Michael Whelan is like a sword and sorcery pulp fiction painter. Um, I mean, you would recognize his paintings. He did all the Sarah Sungle covers as well, like Frost and Fire and King of the Dead. and um, Yeah, he did all of them. Um, but yeah, like he he's quite famous. Um, he did a lot of fantasy books in like the 70s and 80s. And now he mostly does private commissions. Um, for this painting, though, like this was the cover already of a book, like a sword and sorcery book um, from the 80s called The Well of Shuan. Um, and uh, basically, like Vincent, one day we were at a bookstore and he found this, this Michael Whelan uh, art book. And I already had a bunch of art books from like Boris Vallejo and from Frank Frazetta and stuff like that. And he found this Whelan book and it was like $5. Yeah. And I just remember like taking it back to the apartment and uh, I sat down and I was looking through it and I opened, you know, the, the page that had the Well of Shuan, which is the cover of our album now. And I, I just looked at it and I looked at, at Vincent and I just said, okay, like this is our album cover. Yeah. And that was like, I don't know three years ago, four years ago. Two or three years ago, yeah. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. It just, it just instantly, like, spoke to me. And, uh, I mean, like, all together now, like, I took a lot of um, back and forth. I had to email um, Michael Whelan a lot to be like, hey, we're, we're that small sword and sorcery style band, and we really want this for our cover. Like, can we use it? It would be great. Um, I had to follow up, yeah, a good, like, 25 times. But, I mean, ultimately, it was worth it, like, you know, we've been getting so much attention for the cover alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it's pretty important to, like, have a cover that really makes a bold statement about your your, your sound. And this, this cover, like, perfectly fucking, like, encapsulates, like, what's within the album. And it's so fucking metal. Like, yeah. you see it and it's like, you know, like, I remember when I started buying records as a, you know, 17-year-old kid. And I'd go to the local record store. And, like, I'd be buying things based on the cover art. And, like, this is the kind of thing that I think you would see in a record store. And you'd be like, holy shit, that looks badass. I should buy that. Thank you to Sarah Ann, Sean Vincent, Smolder from Toronto, Bandcamp, Facebook. They're easy to find. If you're lucky enough to be in Chicago the weekend of May 17th, you can take in some live Smolder. Also, Sarah Thongle is going to be there. A shitload of cool bands. Reggie's Rock Club. It's the Legions of uh, Metal Fest. Reggie's a cool place. I saw Cattle Decapitation there a few years back. I'd love to be there with everybody in Chicago. So anyway, you want to see Smolder and a lot of cool other bands, uh, go to Reggie's 17th. So there you go. And did you guys check out the uh, new Origin album yet? Beautifully insane. It's just like all of their stuff. It's a neat concept for the album, too. The first three quarters of the album are songs written before the band was Origin and the last four are a re-release of their first demo. It's a cool package, and I'd like to get those guys on here so we can kind of deconstruct everything about the album. Cool release, it deserves more time, but that's just my two cents. Anyway, let's blast one. New stuff from Origin, old stuff from Origin. The album is Abiogenesis, here is Mauled.
origin, always cause for celebration. Not a wasted note on that record. It's so good, uh, always, from the guys at origin. Okay, time to step back in time. Time to fire up that analog 5000. Pull out of your pants pockets. All kids of the future wear their pants inside out. Pennsylvania's own M16, formed in 1981. Locked and Loaded's the album. Heaven and Hell Records are responsible for unearthing this thing and uh, releasing this forgotten metal gem last year. The album was originally put out in 88. The band broke up shortly after that, but they're back again. They're ripping these classics out live, so be on the lookout for that. But for now, here's M16 from 1988. It's Tonight, It's You on the Goat.
M16 on Heaven and Hell Records, album Locked and Loaded. Tonight, it's you, a little classic metal cut of the week, and uh, lots of great stuff coming out or recently released in the last few weeks. But the one that's got me jacked is this new Aboth. That 2016 album is a masterpiece. And uh, he's got a new one out July 5th on Seasons of Mist. Outstrider is the album name. New track just released a few days ago from it. Here is Calm in Ire of Hurricane from Aboth on the Goat.
get the first two songs, that one, Calm in Ire of Hurricane, and the first single, Harvest Fire, are any indication. Aboth has outdone himself yet again. Outstrider, that's out uh, July 5th. And that's going to take care of this week's episode. Thank you to Sarah Ann, Sean from Smolder, doing the interview. I'm heading to Raleigh this week uh, to see and talk to the legendary Metal Avenger himself, Thor. And next week, we're going to have a special episode all about the new album. Basically, everything Thor next week on The Goat. So until then, might as well crank something off his new album, Hammer of Justice, just to get you in the mood. Here's Thor with Beginning of the End. And we'll see you next week on The Goat.
postgame show is brought to you by Christ I can't find it the hell with it.